Good morning. God bless you, everyone. Thank you all for joining on behalf of Apostle Teresa Harper Johnson and the entire uh, Scribal Conservatory Arts and Worship Center team. We thank you all for choosing this virtual uh, service to be a part of. Um, I'm Prophet L.A. Holtz, and um, I'm just uh, blessed that you all are here spending Sunday morning with us, and thank you all for joining. We appreciate your time. Amen. So the first thing I'm going to do is let me uh, share my screen so we can begin. Amen. All right, so uh, before uh, we get started into the message, as you can see, we are continuing we are continuing on the subject of minding your own business or minding your business as Prophet Andrea taught uh, the last uh, couple Sundays. And I am excited to continue uh, this extension. Um, I can't see the chat. You, it's you all. So if you all are talking to me, I can't see it. If you have my number, just you can text me. And if I happen to look down, if you need to say something to me, please text my phone. All right. God bless you all. Um, we're going to start out with prayer, and I just want to know um, if Prophet Andrea, would you be so kind as to open us up in prayer if you are available to do so? I'm so sorry. I am out and about, so oh. I might need to stay on mute. Okay. Oh, no, no, you're <laughs> fine. I wanted to tune in. Okay. Love y'all. Love you. <laughs> see how she do me. You see how she do me. I was sitting at my, my desk, and then now you all out at Great America somewhere looking at the Christmas trees. No. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to pray. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Father God, we just thank you, and we just praise you for today. We thank you for a joyful spirit. We thank you for this the spirit of joy on this morning. We thank you, Father God. Uh, for your presence. Holy Spirit, I just acknowledge you right now. I decrease so that you may get the increase. I thank you for each and every person under the sound of my voice. I thank you for those who will be tuning in later watching the replay. I thank you, Father, for a spirit of encouragement being upon your people and a spirit of laughter being upon your people. Lord, we thank you for Apostle Teresa Harvard Johnson and her entire family. We thank you that she is covered under your blood as she goes to and fro um, about the work of the Lord during this week and next week. We thank you, Father God, for your protection. And we're just asking that your angels be encamped around and about her. Hallelujah. Lord, I just thank you for every person, Father God, um, from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. I thank you for blowing the wind the wind of God upon them and the breath of life upon them. Um, those who have been stagnant, those who have been down, Lord, it says in your words, you are the lifter of our heads. So I thank you, Father God, that even as we pray and we touch and agree, Father God, that they even feel the life being blown back into them and the wind of Holy Spirit being blown back into them. And they are getting that second wind, oh God, that lethargic, 
thing that they've been feeling they're shaking it off right now in the name of Jesus and we just thank you Father God that they will begin to get back on track and Father God and also calling those things that be not as though they were and also Father God they're speaking life into their atmosphere and they not they're not taking in the pressing of 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 what's going on in the world hallelujah we just love you on today and we thank you for this message and Holy Spirit I just ask that you just show up and show out on today for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So can you all um, hear me well before I begin? I just want to make sure you guys can hear me. Okay. I probably got to open up the chat to see that. Uh, Thank you. Appreciate it. (laughs) Bless you. Thank you. Okay. Praise God. So we're going to continue Uh, minding your own business and this is the series continued and um, I'm just grateful for what we've already gotten thus far and I just thank you for this subject matter and how the Lord will plug in those puzzle pieces so that we can take it with us praise God so the first thing I want to do as we always do is we want to start out uh, with a little bit of information um, so the Scribal Conservatory Arts and Worship Center, first of all, welcomes each and every one of you once again on behalf of Apostle Teresa Harvard Johnson, um, our apostle, our, my mentor, um, we welcome you on behalf of her. Um, also, <clears throat> I want you to know, uh, for those who may be new here, we do meet virtually on Sundays um, at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, so thank you for choosing us. Uh, also, I want you guys to know, for those of you who are new, the Bible studies typically are on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. However, we will not have Bible study this coming Tuesday because you know this is the week of Christmas and we want to um honor families and honor your time and so there uh there will be no again there'll be no Bible study this Tuesday um and also the next week I believe there's a special day we'll be meeting for I believe New Year's and so we will clarify that at some point um, you also know about the copyright page. I didn't have that slide, but um, just to know that anything you hear um, is going to be original um, unless I am quoting or utilizing something that I've learned from um, Apostle and Prophet Andrea. So um, I just want you guys to know that it is original. Um, and also, um, you guys, just uh, just be ready to... Um, to participate at the end, like we always do, uh, with you know comments, questions, and insight as well. Praise God. Let's keep going. First of all, Merry Christmas. So I just want to remind you all this week how to give, and this week should be special because it is Christmas, and what does that mean? We want to bless our apostle, right? So I just put a little festive slide up just to remind you, and it's just ingrained in your mind that go above and beyond what you may usually do so um, to bless apostle for Christmas. So instead of um, what you may usually give as an offering, 
in addition to that, I'm, I'm asking uh, you guys to bless Apostle. And here's the information here. Bless her directly. Uh, trust me, it's going to bless her for you to bless her. And I think she'll be like, ah, this is awesome. So happy, uh, Merry Christmas, happy holidays. And don't forget to give uh, extraordinarily today. Amen. Let's keep going. All right, here we go. Mind your own business. This teaching will be an extension of the teachings by Prophet Andrea. As we know, we all are, are have parts that we can bring to the whole. So that's what we're doing on today. Okay. So th- today I'm going to be talking about the benefits and disadvantages of um minding your own business or maybe not minding your own business, okay? So these are the subjects we're going to talk about in part one, and then we'll pick up for next week um, if the Lord says the same. So uh, we're going to talk about your authentic self. We're going to be talking about productivity, also the power of identity, unnecessary warfare, and staying on the path set for you. So these are the subjects that we're going to tackle on today. Amen. So let's talk about your authentic self first. Building relationships with others is most powerful when those involved in building focus on wholeness in Christ in order to be a guide and encourage the other party, okay? Again, we are continuing on the path of minding our own business, and I want to start out with your authentic self, okay? We're going somewhere with this, but I want to kind of lay a foundation, and you know, if you know anything about the way I teach, a lot of times I teach practical things as well, and this is a practical uh, key that we can use as believers. So I want to read that again so you guys can understand. Building relationship with others is most powerful when those involved, especially when we're talking about believers, sons of God, those involved in building focus on wholeness in Christ in order to be a guide and encourage the other party. Okay, just remember that. So when When are you building a strong relationship with others is the question. When one needs to gauge whether a relationship is strong or not, it depends on the beginning conversations uh, had during the building process. Okay, so again, we're talking about minding our own business. So you want to gauge if a relationship is starting out correctly or starting out strong. This is how you gauge. I'm going to give you some kingdom keys so we can stay in the mindset of minding our own business, even as when we're relating to others and we're allowing others into our lives. Okay. So that beginning relationship, when you first meet someone, that first point of contact is what I'm talking about here. It says, um, it depends on that conversation, that first point of contact that first conversation is imperative on how you set the tone on the building okay the next uh point is are you being vulnerable enough to allow others to get to know you okay that that's important when building a relationship 
in building a relationship? Are you being vulnerable enough to allow others to get to know you? And third point here is, are you filling your conversations with the surface subject matters? Okay, so when we begin to build those strong relationships, because you know, here at the conservatory, we build relationships and we build community. And when these new people begin to come in, or even when the Lord begins to send people into your lives, you want to be able to that point of contact to, uh, to start out correctly, because whether you know it or not, people watch our lives on how to interact with others, especially if they're just coming into the body of Christ. We are the example of Christ in their lives until they become mature enough to hear for themselves. Uh, amen. So right here, I have a picture of a construction site. And if you look closely at this construction site, the first thing that the construction site must always begin with, no matter what, is the foundation, okay? And I'm talking about from a physical perspective, of course, you have to to design it first and draw up the plans. I understand that, um, you know, write it down and make it plain. But after that step, when you actually go into the building, you have to start out on a with a place of foundation. You have to make sure that that foundation is built properly because if you know anything about building, if you know anything about construction, if that foundation has cracks in it, it is going to jeopardize the entire build, even if it looks finished, even if it looks new, even if it looks like it's correct. When the inspector comes in, they're not looking at the cosmetic things. They are looking at the foundation and the quality build of that foundation. I was just watching uh, one of those home shows the other day, and the first thing that the uh, the, the contractor came in and the inspector came in and they ignored all of the bells and whistles and went directly to the foundation. And the first thing they saw was cracks. The first thing they saw, they saw the, 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 um, the stones falling away. The first thing they saw, and this was on the outside. Hallelujah. Think about that on the outside. So when they got to the inside, he walked and looked in the corners because we know that you have to have that cornerstone in order to hold up the weight of a thing. So when he went to those corners and they had cracks in them, guess what they would have had to do? They had to tear the entire house down and start all over again. So when you begin, hallelujah, building a relationship, you want to make sure that the foundation is properly set, that it is set correctly so that you can build upon the truth of the word. You can build upon the love of Christ. You can build upon kononia. You can build upon uh, being an example. You can build upon the scripture that says we are walking epistles read of all men so that when people are watching your foundation, they don't see cracks. Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's keep going. Also, is the majority of your conversation about other people's issues and not your own? Jesus, I'm going to pause. I'm going to pause just for a moment right there. 
when you are building a foundation with other people. This is how you gauge on whether or not the relationship is going to be strong or if it's going to be uh, like false. This is how you can gauge it. This is how you build up your, your, uh, your spiritual discernment. This is how you know if it's authentic or if it's not. When you engage with people for the first time, you have to put up Put up your spiritual antennas when they never talk about themselves. That's not building a relationship with them. Hallelujah. Let's go. Let's go. I thought I would be off of that. I just, I just want to obey God. I just felt led to say that. Praise God. The next thing we're going to talk about is productivity. Productivity. Again, we're talking about money. We're still on money, your own business. You'll see. So let's talk about the origin of productivity first. Origin, the origin of pro- productive or productivity, it was first recorded in 1605 through 1615 from the medieval Latin word productivus. And then it says product. Listen, product. Okay, it's a it's study for productive. Synonym study for productive, productive, fertile, fruitful, prolific, applied to the generative aspect of something, generative aspect of something, you all. Productive refers to a generative source of continuing activity, productive soil a productive influence. I want you all to remember that origin slash definition. And I know you're like, wait, we know what productive is, but but I wanted you to see the the, uh, root word of productive is product, okay? Just remember that. And this reference is from um, dictionary.com. All right, listen. Unproductive, okay? It is not possible to be productive while minding someone else's business. Minding someone else's business derails the product that the Lord has need of from you. Y'all, remember the origin of productive is product. I mean, uh, the root word is product. So we have a product that the Lord has need of on the inside of us, right? They're spiritual products, okay? And when we are minding someone else's business, that makes us unproductive. <laughs> Come on, Holy Spirit. <laughs> right? So when we are minding someone else's business, it isn't possible to be productive. Right? The Lord cannot use the product that he placed in us when we are focused on someone else's product. I'm gonna keep going, I'm gonna keep going. Let's talk about it. Productivity, productivity. John 17, four through 12, I'm just gonna read it. And I just want you all to think about this. This was so, this blessed me so when Holy Spirit was sharing this with me. When he talked about a product, it made me get a visual of it all, right? 
So uh, John 17, four through 12, it says, I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that, I, that, that you gave me to do. Listen, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. <laughs> and now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had with you before the world existed. I have manifested your name to the people. Listen to this product. I have manifested your name to the people whom you gave me out of the world. Yours they were, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything that you have given me is from you. For I have given them the words that you gave me. He put it in us to do something with it, right? And they have received them and have come to know in truth that I came from you. And they have believed that you sent me. Hallelujah. So I, I, I sit back and ask you, what are you doing with your product? Are you accomplishing the work, like it says right here, accomplishing the work that the Lord has gave you? Are you being productive with the product? Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's talk about the power of identity. The power of identity. Listen, productivity produces identity. My God, nothing pleases God more than a child that is aware of their sonship. Moving on the path of righteousness and obedience conducts the power of Holy Spirit on the inside of you. As you stay on the path, you begin to experience greater power in Christ. But remember, this process starts with you making a decision to mind your business. Jesus, I'm going to keep going. Let's keep going. Romans 15 and 7, it says, accept one another. Listen, accept one another then just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. Ooh. Holy Spirit gave me this revelation. He told me accepting one another in your area of assignment. There would be no minding anyone else's business if we would just accept the assignment. Accept the assignment that other people have been called to. Because really, when you mind in someone else's business, you're questioning the validity of their call. See, whew, accepting one another in the area of the assignment given, there would be no one minding anyone else's business if we would just accept the assignment. Accept that there may be someone with the greater grace than you except that someone may need might might just walk closer to the leader than you except 
that someone may have more responsibility than you, except when God promotes your fellow brothers and sisters without side-eyeing and questioning when it is your time and your turn. Accept one another. That's what the Bible says. My Bible says it. Accept one another. Then, just as Christ accepted you. In other words, we all have a part. And the, the Bible is telling us we need to accept the position in which the Lord has opened up to place the body part in. Woo, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's talk about unnecessary warfare. Ephesians 6 and 12. Hallelujah. Ephesians 6 and 12, it says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm. Right? We all are familiar with this particular scripture. Minding your business allows you to walk in the authority of Christ on the path assigned to you. Jesus, if I'm called to the arts, I shouldn't be over in the armed forces like Prophet Andre, all in her business. I shouldn't be wearing stripes and perpetrating. I don't think you, you can even do that. Get a, a uniform and wear stuff and, and you try and explain what this medal is and that medal is. That's minding her business. That's minding her path, right? I shouldn't be doing that. That's not my business. My business is stage right and stage left. My business is characterization. My business is prophetic directing, prophetic writing for stage and film. So when I step into an area not assigned to me, I come out from under the supernatural protection assigned, the supernatural protection assigned to me. If you find yourself always in warfare, you might want to ask yourself if you are walking on your assigned path. Woo! Because I don't know about you, but when I'm in my area of grace, I see ex exceptional favor from the Lord. I mean favor that, that, that shouldn't even be there, but because I'm in my area of my business, when they say you need a pass to go backstage, I'm walking in the with the angels backstage, meeting these A-listers that should be heavily guarded, and I see the security guards turning sideways to let me walk through. I don't have a pass. I don't have a, a, a bracelet. I don't have a headphones on. It's just me and Jesus. And I'm walking in my authority backstage when it says authorize uh, people up behind this place only, or it says uh, staff only, but the rules don't apply to you when you're walking in the supernatural realm of your business. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can't tell me how I was able to walk on the field 
at a classic football game in Chicago with security at every entrance and exit during the time of them taping on national TV with no credentials, standing right next to the mayor, right next to the politicians, right next to the talent that they that they hired to do the halftime, right next to the coaches, right next to all the players. You can't tell me. But guess what? That was my business. <laughs> I want to give you an example of unnecessary warfare. Yes, this is a mask. Yes, we are going there. Brace, hallelujah, brace yourselves. Anti-maskers would be an example of unnecessary warfare. If there's a sign on the door of a private business that says mask required to enter. But you don't want to wear a mask. So my question, why do you cross the threshold of that business? Just to argue and fight with the owners who are minding their business and trying to keep everyone safe. Listen, the issue is not you not wanting to wear a mask. The issue is you have gotten off the path of your decision when you involve other people in the fact that you now are minding someone else's business. That's unnecessary warfare. Now you got arrested. Now you have a record. Now you have to pay bond. Now you have to make arrangements for your kids. And depending on what happened during the altercation, you may have now ruined your marriage and your whole life. Unnecessary warfare. If that's the place of business that wants you to wear a mask, just go to a business that doesn't require one. Oh my, let me keep going. Let me keep going. Hallelujah. That's thing, staying on the path set for you. And we are almost done. Hallelujah. Staying on the path set for you. Ephesians 5, 15 through 17 says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise. See, that was wisdom. Making the best use of the time. Because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Hallelujah. That that scripture is very plain, clear, and concise. Look carefully on how you walk. Not as unwise, but wise. We need wisdom in this this time right now. We need to walk in wisdom as sons of God. We need, I'm not talking about Christians. I'm talking about sons of God. We need to walk in wisdom during this time. We need to watch our witness during this time. We need to make sure we're staying on the path of righteousness. So I got a picture here. And this picture was so prophetic to me. Look at that path right in the middle of the picture. But on the right and the left, there's woods and forests and what have you. Think about all of the hikers that may start out on a path, but then for whatever reason, 
They want to get off the path and now they're missing for five days, missing for 10 days. They've they st- almost starving half to death. Uh, now they're dealing with the wildlife in the elements. Why? Because they chose not to use wisdom and stay on the path allotted for them and their safety. This is how we are. When we're minding someone else's business, We go from from being in the middle here on this path, which is a straight shot to wherever we need to go. And we start getting in people's business. Now it becomes cloudy. We're getting lost. We're not being concise. We're not focused. We are minding everybody else's business. And now we can't find our way back to the original intent of the assignment and the product in which we're supposed to be walking at. Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's keep going. Hallelujah. Commit. Commit your works to the Lord and your plans will be established. That's Proverbs 16 and 3. See, sometimes, sometimes also work can be used to mind someone else's business. So we also have to have these checks and balances when we're talking about minding our own business and we have to have the heart check. Are you committed your works to the Lord? Are you committing your work to the Lord? Or are you trying to posture and position yourself in order to mind someone else's business? Leaders see it all the time. Yes, the Lord sent me to your church. He told me you needed help in this area. Nah, no, he didn't. You're trying to posture. Yes, I, I play the piano and the Lord says you need an organ player because the music department is lacking in this place. No, nah, he didn't. You're trying to mind somebody else's business. <laughs> Hallelujah. So when we are allowing the productivity to work within us. We want to make sure that we are committing that work to the Lord. Because as we commit it to the Lord, the plans are established. So if you are not clear and concise on the plans of God in your life, I want to ask you, are your works committed to him? Because my Bible says it right here. When I commit my work to him, My plans are established. I'm not confused about why I'm here. I I don't have to ask for a word to let me know what I'm supposed to be doing for the Lord because as I'm committing it to him, my plans are established. That's what the Bible says. Don't get mad at me. I'm just gonna keep on going. going. Hebrew 12 and 13, it says, and make straight paths for your feet so that the limp, which is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. If you prophetic, you know where I'm going. Make the straight paths for your feet so that the limp, which is lame, may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. Right? So we're going to stay the course. It is imperative. It is imperative to stay on course because like we mentioned last week, you can throw off destinies when you are minding someone else's business. If someone needs healing in an area, 
that I'm assigned to and the spot is vacant because I'm over here trying to open a sports center, I'm going to be held accountable for that. Right? That's what the scripture, the last scripture was just talking about. Make sure you are in position. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. I just want to thank you all for, for, the, for your time. And I'm going to pray us out. And then we'll open for questions. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for the subject matter. We thank you for wisdom. We thank you for understanding. We thank you for opening us up, Father God, to walk out this area of product you have on the inside of each and every one of us so that we are productive for your kingdom and for your glory. I just thank you, Father God, that this is a stepping stool for everybody to go from glory to glory and strength to strength in their understanding and in their lives concerning what you've called them to do, concerning their business with you, oh God. And we just honor you on today. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Again, here's the information to give. Again, on behalf of Apostle Teresa Harper Johnson, we just thank you all for showing up on today. And at this time, I'm going to stop sharing my screen. And we can now open up for comments, questions, and concerns. So if you are a part of the core team,